Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network presents coverage of your favorite local teams, the Badgers, Bears, Cougars, Rough Riders, Eagles, and Wranglers. This is Talking Central Arizona Sports with me, Torrance Stunham. The high school football season is over for local teams as Bradshaw Mountain fell in the first round of the state playoffs that officially wraps fall sports for the area as winter sports are right around the corner. So let's recap what happened in what turned out to be a thrilling but heartbreaking loss for the Bears last week in Phoenix. The Bears nearly completed a miraculous comeback last Thursday night against the Thunderbird Titans, but was just over a yard short in a 17-16 loss. After starting the fourth quarter down 17-3, The Bradshaw Mountain Bears scored two touchdowns to bring the deficit to one point. A penalty before the extra point attempt on the second touchdown brought the ball to within the two-yard line. Bradshaw Mountain head coach Bob Young was looking for his team to use that penalty to execute a two-point conversion and give the Bears their first lead with around three minutes left in regulation. The Thunderbird Titans defense, which had been excellent for most of the game, stood Bradshaw Mountain up and turned them away. Here's what Young had to say about the decision to go for the lead. We were, we were going to kick the extra point, and from a yard and a half out, I'm taking my chances. You were either going to give the ball to Giggy or Ricketts. If we can't get a yard and a half, we don't deserve to win. So, <laughs> Bradshaw Mountain did get the ball back on the ensuing kickoff, but the drive went backward, and the Bears turned it over on downs. Thunderbird was able to get a first down to seal the game. The Bears came into the game as underdogs, being the number 12 seed in the playoffs against the number 5 seed Thunderbird. But the Bears were able to hang around thanks to the excellent play of their defense. After allowing a 75-yard rushing touchdown to Titans senior Tyler Woods on the opening drive of the game, the Bears held Thunderbird off the scoreboard until the end of the third quarter. Thunderbird's last touchdown came after forcing a safety on Bradshaw Mountain, with Woods getting his second score of the game after the offense started with a short field. The Bears' offense struggled in the first half, only scoring on a 37-yard field goal in the first quarter, which came following a Thunderbird fumble in the red zone. The Bradshaw Mountain defense forced Thunderbird to turn the ball over on downs three times in the game, each time on the Bears' side of the field. Bradshaw also blocked a field goal attempt in the fourth quarter that was picked up by James Giggy, who ran it to the other side of the field and set up one of the two late Bears touchdowns, the other being a 75-yard drive that was capped off by a touchdown from Gabriel Ricketts. Here's Young on the play of his defense. Well, we knew we were capable of that all year. You know, we've been struggling on defense, and, and uh, you know, we challenged them. They came out, and you know, I, this is a, the, probably the second best offense. I think CDO was a little better, but I mean, we, we played a great game against these guys. It marked a bit of revenge for Thunderbird, who lost to the Bears at home 37-8 to last season. Here's Ricketts on that. They had um, this fight in their eyes. You know, you could tell they watched film. They knew every play we were going to run, running-wise. They knew all of our names. I mean, they they studied. They did not forget about the game last year. Young said the result wasn't what they wanted, but the team battled. It's just we didn't give up. I mean, we had a chance to win. I mean, right at the end, we go for two. We, you know, we get that two-point lead, and, you know, it could be a whole different game. Then we're up by one, and, you know, they've got to go down a score. It marked the final Bradshaw Mountain football game for seniors on the team, including Ricketts, who is the school's all-time leader in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. 
Here's what he had to say after his last football game for Bradshaw Mountain. Um, I just want to thank the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, first and the last, Alpha and the Omega. Um, everything he's done is for a reason, and I believe this was for a reason. I'm, I'm going to look at it as a positive way. Um, playing football for Bradshaw Mountain has taught me how to be a man, taught me how to be humble, taught me humility, taught me how to lead, and gave me mental toughness. That's what I took away from Bradshaw. The Bears went 7-3 overall in the regular season and 3-2 in the region, finishing third in the 4A Grand Canyon. Bradshaw's playoff appearance was the third straight for the program. We'll whip around Central Arizona sports in just a second, but before we do that, this show is brought to you in part by Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. The end of the fall sports season means winter is almost here, so give them a call to make sure everything is looking good and you are ready with the cold months ahead. All the info you need is at ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. Okay, let's recap what happened around Central Arizona with the whip around. Only high school sports in action are the Chino Valley Cougars as the boys basketball team opened the season with a 76-54 loss. To Winslow on the road Wednesday, next up they compete in the Ben Franklin Thanksgiving Classic on November 24th and 25th. The girls basketball team also opened the season with a loss to Winslow on the road, 73-18. Up next is a road game against Payson on November 28th. On to collegiate sports as the Embry-Riddle women's soccer team beat Benedictine Mesa 3-0 in the Calpac semifinals on Thursday, but fell to UC Merced in the Calpac championship game on Saturday 2-1. Their season isn't over, however, as they take on OUAZ at home on Saturday at 1 p.m. in the NAIA National Tournament. The men's soccer team lost in the Calpac semifinals on Thursday 1-0 to UC Merced, ending their season. The women's volleyball team beat Westcliff 3-1 in the opening round of the Calpac tournament on Thursday, but fell to Benedictine Mesa 3-1 in the semifinal number 2 on Friday. The men's basketball team struggled over the weekend, falling to Carroll 105-77 on Friday and Montana State Northern 78-59 on Saturday. At 1-2 overall, they play Oregon Tech at home Friday at 5 p.m. and then host Bushnell on Saturday also at 5 p.m. The women's basketball team lost to Carroll 61-46 on Monday but edged out WVU Tech on the road 73-71 on Wednesday. As their record is now 1-3 on the young season, Susie Reynoso led the team with 18 points, while Zachariah King and Ella Schott each had 14 points. The team remains on the road for a matchup against Emery and Henry on Friday at 3.30 p.m. The men's wrestling team competes on the road against Cal Baptist University and Vanguard on Friday before participating at the Roadrunner Open on Sunday. On to Yavapai College as the men's basketball team went 2-1 in the right physical therapy shootout last week, beating RV Casper 84-83, losing to number 10 ranked College of Southern Idaho 91-74 on Friday, and then beating Community Christian 109-64 on Saturday. At 4-2 overall, they compete in the Coyote Classic against the College of Southern Nevada on Friday and Western Wyoming on Saturday. The women's basketball team is looking for their first win of the season after going 0-3 in the Coca-Cola Classic last week, losing to number 4-ranked College of Southern Idaho, Florida Southern, and North Idaho. They next host Justice in an exhibition on Friday at 5.30 p.m. Now you're all caught up as that does it for this week's show. I'm Torn Sutton and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. We'll see you back here next week as we begin the winter sports season by previewing the Bradshaw Mountain boys and girls basketball teams. <laughs>